Hi there, I am Melanie Parry and this is my Mel on Menopause podcast. And um, today what I want to go over is um, I'm going to be talking about the experience I've personally had talking to GPs with regards to um, the symptoms um, and the just the general frustration I've had. And I've called this... Um, I've called this episode, I must be crazy, because, um, you know, we can feel like we're going completely mad um, during this period. But what happened for me personally was not only did I have those feelings that I was going mad because of, you know, the lack of memory, the lack of focus, the lack of concentration, just a general inability to feel like I was handling um, everyday stuff in my life. Um I was also talking to doctors and the reality is that they were kind of, they were making me, they were validating, let's just put it like that, they were validating uh, the fact that I thought I was crazy and they were kind of talking to me like I was crazy as well. But do you know what? We're really not. So that's why this episode is really important to me because um, I had a number of incidences where I was speaking to doctors, GPs, and um, I just feel there was a real lack of duty of care with regards to how I was spoken to. And um, due to a complete lack of education and training around the menopause, um, it was just, it was really quite shocking. Even if you just took me as a depressed woman, um, the way I was treated was really quite bad in certain occasions and I'm, I'm going to take you through those um, because I just it, it feels quite cathartic to speak about it but also I just think that there are going to be other people out there who will have experienced this who may go, who, or who may go on to experience this and I just need you to know that you're not alone because um, an incident that happened where I was um I'd have been asking for a long time for my prescription to be um, on a repeat because, you know, I'd been on the same dose of venlafaxine now for a good year, um, but not forthcoming. So, absolute nightmare. You know, I'd get in touch with them and I was ending up paying twice when I should have only been paying once. And, you know, when, you, when you're already feeling like you're losing control of your life a little bit, you know, simple things like that make a huge difference. Just things being made easy. That's all we want is just competence and things to be made easy. And they weren't. They weren't being made easy for me. But um, it kind of coincided with, uh, so they'd made it really quite difficult on another occasion um, doctors sending over prescriptions that were meaning I was having to pay for things twice, not reading my notes, um, or pharmacists, should I say, um, you know, the, the pharmacist in the surgery. And so I requested a call with a duty doctor. And bearing in mind, I was at this point also really thinking, this isn't right, that, you know, I just don't feel that um, these antidepressants are doing what they should be doing. Um, and more and more, I was just feeling like this is hormonal this is hormonal there are so many things adding up that this is um 
a, a hormone related in thing and in my head I was thinking if this is hormone related then how is that going to be solved with antidepressants that are chemicals you know this is a chemical imbalance in the brain so hormone I, I don't understand I just didn't understand how an antidepressant could solve something that was actually hormonal so here I am with a list of symptoms as long as my arm regarding um you know they're all linked all linked to being perimenopausal but I'm on the phone to the doctor and I'm just saying you know this is weird so I've got two things I want to talk about I want to talk about the ease of me getting my medication because it's really at this moment in time it's not a particularly easy way which is causing me distress which is causing me um, to be stressed and I am you know I'm having to jump through hoops that I just don't feel like are, are these really necessary so I want to be able to get hold of things easier and I also want to say well actually these these antidepressants um, how's, how, how's this working you know how is this working with my brain and should it be something different so how can we basically get me the right medication for what I need and then enable me to get that um, in, a, in the most efficient format. So I'm thinking my requests seem to be quite logical, you know. Um, but so I, 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 you put a call in and um, it's going to be with a duty doctor. So, you know, there's real no consistency. And this is a frustrating thing, isn't it? When um, there's no consistency with who you're speaking to, so you're having to repeat yourself all the time. And I'm having this conversation, and I'm just, you know, saying, I just, you know, I just don't know um, how this is, how I'm feeling, you know, how these are working. But typically, so you put a request in for a duty doctor, and it was actually my son's birthday, and typically, um, you know, the phone call is made to you, which you can't miss, because if you miss that call, you're stuffed, uh, because you're then going to have to rig up again to get another call, because the chances are that they'll only try you like once, or they'll ring you, um, and if you don't answer immediately, then they just keep ringing you, so if it's not a good time for you to take that call, for whatever reason, um, it's a bit tough luck, isn't it? So I answer the call, but it is typical that it is at the point where we're in lockdown, and a couple of relatives have come to say um, happy birthday to Charlie on the drive. So I'm on the call with the doctor and, um, you know, I'm briefly explaining that I just think that, um, do I need to try a different antidepressant? You know, I'm at the maximum. This just doesn't seem to be easing the symptoms. The symptoms just don't seem to be going away. They're getting worse again. And I'm at the maximum dose. So there's something not right here. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm saying about the hormonal side of things. But um, what happens is, is I quickly realise that this isn't going to be a quick conversation. Because despite the fact that I'm being really quite clear in me, you know, saying that I don't feel this is working. Um, the doctors wanted to talk about um, the ease of method. And I'm like, can we just focus on what I need first, you know, let's just focus on what I need to feel better, because I am feeling like I'm going mad, 
you know, I'm feeling like I'm losing my mind. I can't do everyday tasks. Um, and so the conversation, we're going around in circles, basically, going around in circles. Um, and in the end, I just think, do you know what? I said, do you know what, actually, um, you know, it's it's actually probably not the best time right now because we need a little bit of time to discuss this. Would it be possible to pick this conversation up um, at a later time? And, you know, this is me saying that my medication isn't working, that I have a genuine concern that this antidepressant isn't actually doing anything. I'm on the maximum dose and that I feel like I need a decent conversation and actually that's not going to happen right now because it's my son's birthday and I've got family on the drive. And the doctor's basically saying, no, I think we can sort this now. But I know, I know that I can't sort this now. I know that my head is going around and around and around. And, um, you know, I've got mental, you know, these are mental health issues, whether they're hormonal or not. And this doctor just keeps saying to me, no, we just need to sort it now. We just need to sort it now. I'm not in the right frame of mind for that. Looking back now, um, it's kind of scary that I was so distressed and begging for help and it just wasn't being recognised. So anyway, in the end, because I kept saying I can't have this conversation now um, and he was ignoring me, I had to put the phone down because I just thought, we're not getting anywhere. You're not you're not listening to me or you're not hearing me. So um, <laughs> I'm then going like, you know, I've just had to put the phone down on the doctor. It's insane. It's insane. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I've got the surgery sending me messages the next morning saying, you know, the doctor's concerned. Is this medication ready for you? But I'm like, oh my goodness, what part of... I don't think this medication is working for me and I need to speak about this in depth properly with someone is not getting through. So as it happened, I actually had a conversation and uh, uh, I'd actually booked an appointment with a doctor about um, the, my back. So I've been suffering with back pain um, and um, it's... <laughs> so I'm speaking to this so the doctor rings me, we get the back thing sorted quite quickly. And I said, look, I need to speak to somebody about the medication that I'm on. I need to speak about this venlafaxine. I've been looking into it. I just don't know whether this is the right thing for me. It just doesn't seem to be hitting the spot. It's not working. I'm on the maximum dose. You know, what, what are my options? And it's, it's really sad because I just don't think there's any knowledge of what options are out there. I'd been through counselling, I'd um, undertaken CBT therapy for anxiety. So as it happens, what I get recommended is um, immediate relief. So there's um, prolonged, sorry, immediate release. So vaccine is in either prolonged release or immediate release. And I was on prolonged release. So this is something like this medication, I'm on 225 milligrams and it's giving me gradually throughout the day and then that might be just cutting off in tea time and I boost it with another 75 or 150 milligrams and this is what I was saying, I've actually been like increased, you know, it's, it's, it's taken more to take the edge off. So 
I'm then switched from prolonged release to immediate release. Now, anybody who knows anything about antidepressants, basically what's happened is, is I'm taking two to five milligrams in the morning and do you know what? I do feel it. I feel happy as for a very short period of time because I've had like basically this false high from this medication and then I've come crashing down. Now, this is going on and I'm like, this is insane. What is going on? Like, this is not working for me. This is not working for me. So I'm getting in contact with the doctors um, and I am saying, you know, this, this, I'm, I'm, I'm asking for help. Like, I really need help. And I can't get through to the doctors. Um, I've, I've tried to ring first thing in the morning. I can't get through. And I've gone online to request the medication. I put, I really need to speak to somebody because I really don't think this is working for me. So, yeah, so February, switched onto this medication, which is so bad for me. Like, this is... Um, really not going to help me at all. I am already asking for help, saying I don't feel okay. I'm switched from a prolonged release to immediate release medication, which is just not good. I am in a state and I am begging for help. So I'm on the online thing saying, I really need to speak to somebody. I really need help. Um, and this, this medication just isn't working for me at all. So um, I'm not getting any response. Um, so I ring the surgery and the surgery um, advised me that no, it's been forwarded to a doctor, but um, the doctor hadn't responded to me. So bearing in mind in this message on this online forum, I am saying this medication really isn't working for me. I really need some help. And uh, no one's responded to me. The doctor's seen it, but he's no longer in. Uh, so you'll be caught, it's sorted. We'll do it tomorrow. I'm like, I really don't think I can wait till tomorrow. I really need to speak to somebody now. So as, as I say, I am then told the duty doctor will ring me. So again, we've got a different doctor now coming involved. This different doctor calls me and I am driving back. I've got both of the boys in the car and I'm driving back from the school run. So it's on handsfree, you know, they answer it. I'm like, you've got to answer that. It's the doctor, I need to speak to them. If we don't answer it, that's it. So the doctor comes on the call and I said, um, look, I'm really struggling with this medication. Um, I put a request in on uh, Tuesday and um, I, I just need somebody to get back to me. And I think that this is like, I don't know if it was Wednesday or Thursday, I can't remember exactly, but basically the doctor said, uh, oh, no, 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 it wasn't, uh, it didn't go through that day, it was the day after. You didn't make the request that day, you made it this day. I said, well, no, I, I know what day I made the request. So, you know, it was that day. And he just says, I'm not going to argue about this. It, it was this day. I mean, this is how you're speaking to somebody who is saying that they are on the edge, that is begging for help. So I just, I, I just heard that and I just thought, this is not going to go down well. I said, I'm just really, really struggling. Uh, and all the doctor seemed to want to do is tell me that I hadn't made the request on a certain day, I'd made it a different day to, to correct me. 
So I can't cope with this. I am literally losing my mind and the medication that they've given me has literally sent me over the edge. I am. I'm a woman who can't cope. I'm in tears. So I just put the phone down. And I'm driving along thinking, I really just need to get something sorted with this medication. And I think, right, just, just go to the doctor's surgery. So I go to the doctor's surgery uh, and I use the outside intercom and I said, Look, I, I just really need to speak to somebody. This medication isn't working for me. I am really struggling, really struggling. Like this is my mental health. It's on the floor. I can't cope. I feel so low. I feel useless. I am on the edge. So yeah, on the edge, and I'm saying on the phone, on the thing that, that I've just spoken to this doctor, but the conversation hasn't ended well. And I really, I think, I think I need to speak to another doctor. Like this, it was just really jarring. So um, the doctor that I'd been on the phone with, that I'd requested not to speak to comes outside and says, I think we need to get this sorted. And I'm just saying, no, no, I, I just can't do this with you right now. I, I'm not in the place I can handle this. I can't do it. And um, because he just wants to tell me. And he's, he's, you know, he says, can you come inside? I said, no, I've got my boys in the car. And the next thing, you know, I'm saying, look, this, this doesn't work. He's saying, I want to help you. I want to help you. But at the same time as wanting to help me, he's just telling me that I didn't ring at this time, that I have to allow this certain point of time for someone to call you back, which I understand that. I do understand that. And then he's saying, um, and you shouldn't be requesting someone to call you from that. It's not the way you do it. You need to call. I said, but it's really hard to get through on the phone. Well, you've just managed it then, haven't you? I mean, I I am literally gobsmacked. I am sobbing. He has a sobbing woman who has been given the wrong medication that has got her in such a state that she has lost all faith in herself. All there's no there's no value to me. That's how I look at it. What use am I? And he is standing there and he is telling me that. Um, I didn't do this right and I didn't do that right. And I am literally looking at him saying, I can't believe you're saying this to me. You know, do, do, you know what? I'm in a highly depressed state, highly struggling with my mental health. And you're just trying to obliterate me. And all I want is someone to acknowledge that I just need some, some sorting with my medication. And it's just horrific because... He then is saying, so this is how the conversation's going as well. So, oh, well, you shouldn't be on immediate release. Whose idea was that? Well, the GP's idea. I've, I, you know, I am looking to you for advice. I've come to you putting my health in your hands, my mental health in your hands. And then you turn around and say, whose idea was that? Because that shouldn't have happened. No, you, do you know what? Great, thank you for that. No, it shouldn't have happened. But it's almost like you're blaming me that it has. 
like this is just ridiculous and he's asking me has there been any follow-up no hence why i'm here telling you it's not going right and you're just wanting to tell me that i've asked for help in the wrong way when actually i shouldn't even need to be asking for help because you should have contacted me to follow up to check how this was going so this is like i am dealing with all of your incompetences all of your failings and then he said to me well, we've been here with you before like this. We've been here, we've been here before with this, with you. When we were speaking about your son, you got very irritated. You're very irritable, aren't you? This is what this man said to me. You are very irritable. Well, I am telling you that I am hormonal, but you've been telling me for years that I am too young to be perimenopausal. You've been giving me antidepressants that don't solve the problem. I've been asking you and asking you and asking you for help. I've begged for help. I've rang, I've put it through things and you are telling me I'm irritable, but that's on me when you're not even listening to me. So I'm there in the surgery car park, sobbing, being told I'm irritable being told that I've not followed the right processes and um, being told that I've been given completely the wrong medication. Um, but was that my idea? So at this point, I just said, look, I, I just really would like to speak to my personal GP um, because he's got like a lovely voice. He's really caring. And I, I and I just got told that I can't rely upon that particular GP. You can't rely on that GP. It's not always going to be that GP. You know, he's they're not always going to be here. They only work part-time. I said, look, look, can you just get them to call me? So um, it's agreed that this GP will call me. And he does. He calls me. And, um, you know, we get to the bottom of the fact that I shouldn't have been on the immediate release. Um the dose that she had prescribed was actually a dose that has to be signed off by a consultant. Uh, so it was wrong medication and it was an excessive dose. And I had been taking that for, you know, three, four weeks. Um, hence, I was, I was messed up. And um, so we were put back on the prolonged release and we had a lengthy discussion about switching to a different antidepressant. Um, but sharing that with um, my audience on Facebook is, um, I'm so glad that I did. I was reached out to, a friend reached out and said, look, do, do, you, um, do you think that actually um, you should be, looking at um, HRT because I think this is hormonal mal and I think it's you know perimenopausal and I'm like yeah so do I I've been saying it for years um, so I <laughs> requested another call with the doctor and um, I said look um, you know I actually think that I should be looking at HRT I think that's what I should be looking at and the doctor looks at me, uh, looks up, must have looked at my notes, I don't know, and says, um, yes, yes, with all these symptoms, yes, 
yes, I think that's definitely something you should research. So obviously there are risks. So I suggest that you go away, have a research, and then we can talk about it. Like I've been, I've been saying for years, this is, you know, hormonal. Um, and then it clicks and then the penny drops. So I had reached the magic age of 45. So I was now allowed to be perimenopausal. All those years with all those symptoms, exactly the same symptoms. Um, but because I wasn't the magic age of 45, it couldn't have been. I was too young. But now I'm 45. So according to the NICE guidelines, I can be uh, perimenopausal. And um, yeah, so I go away. I do my research. I move house. I get into their new house and I... Um, realise that actually, yes, that I've got the marina coil and so therefore um, I can go on to um, potentially use some estrogel. So I ring the doctor and say, right, I've got, I've had my blood test now. So if that was it, I'd have, I'd gone in and had, uh, sorry, blood pressure, blood pressure taken. And um, that was it. It was prescribed for me. I told him exactly what I wanted, but it was horrific. It was horrific and I just I just hope that hearing this makes somebody else not feel quite so alone or quite so mad because you aren't mad, you're menopausal and um, I hope you get the help you need. I'm going to finish off on that uh, and we will reconvene on another episode and cover some other stuff. Happy ending but very traumatic journey. <laughs>